All right. Hello, idiots on parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here for the moment. I should give you and our listeners the heads up that at some point during this podcast, I might have to uh, intercede in a fight and break up a fight and uh, put an end to a fight. Jake uh, and listeners, yesterday we got a kitten. We got a new kitten in the house. Oh, nice. Congrats, man. Yeah. Uh, my daughter named it Turtle. Right now it is in my son's bedroom uh, under the bed, just chilling. Last night after the kids went to bed, there, there's nobody home except me right now. And uh, it's 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 very loving. It's very adventurous. It came out and explored the entire house. The problem is uh, our geriatric blind mini schnauzer um Grew up with two cats, and they both died over the course of the past 10 years, and he has missed having a cat in the house. So when the cat came in and he caught scent of it, he got super excited. Like, he was shaking and wagging his nub. He's a mini schnauzer, so he doesn't have a tail. He has a little... And so... He he can't find it, but he gets super excited when he catches scent of it. Like, oh my god, there's a cat here. I want to say hi. I want... You know, like, he's, he's just super excited. And so that's too much for the kitten... So if the kitten ventures out and the dog catches sight, I might have to jump up because last night when they got close, the the cat bashed the dog in the face. <laughs> it was kind of Even funny though it's a kitten, huh? Yeah, it's just a kitten. We got oh, a rescue kitten. Oh, that's funny, man. Um, that's cool. Yeah, we, but we've been searching for about a month. Um, we kept going to the shelter and we put in adoption forms. And three kittens in a row, we'd put in an adoption form, and they'd say, oh, someone put it in a form this morning, so you're number two in line. And we missed out on them, and we'd go back, and then we wouldn't see any we wanted, because we we would just run through the same process with each of them. How do they respond to being picked up? How do they respond to being petted? And some were just too hyper and would claw at you, and this one was super chill and just started to purr. Sure. And you'd get a little cat dancer, and it would jump around and love to play, so... Like I said, we only got it last night, and last night it was great just coming all over the house. Oh, you can see this. If any listener for some reason is friends with me on Facebook, I think it's public. I'm not positive. Um, the cat did get in a fight with its own reflection last night. <laughs> we, oh, that's we got cool. it on, Yeah, we got it on video. It's, there's nothing more adorably hilarious than a kitten that puffs out its tail and arches his back and starts to... Yeah, and it's staring at its own reflection, and it. Yeah, at one point, yeah. My my uh, my dog, my older one, Samson, used to do that to the uh, the dog in the uh, in the in the window, his own reflection. Yes, and yeah. So anyway, if if there's a fight that breaks out in the background, you hear hissing. It's hopefully the the dog is just too excitable. He misses having a cat. In the sure, house. he sure. loved those cats. All right, so this week I sent you a fuck ton. That's what's going on in my world. Anything going on in Jake's world? Ah. Uh, not much, man. Uh, same old, same old. Yeah, actually, uh, my upstairs neighbor slash roommates, you know, uh, they, they have a dog that we share a backyard with. And, and well, two dogs, but yeah, one of them loves cats. But a- 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 anyway, uh, w- w- yeah, nothing, n- nothing major. All right. Well, this week I sent you a fuck ton of articles because sometimes we, we choose something in the news and we delve deep into it and have opinions and talk it and talk it and talk it to death. This week, I just kept coming across articles that made me, I guess, roll my eyes and say, Jesus fucking Christ, is this where we're at right now? Is this? And so I just sent you all of them so that we don't have to go deep into any of them, but we could just, at a sort of themed show, which I guess could be Jesus fucking Christ. Are you kidding me? 
Sure, absolutely. Let's uh, let's let's dive into one, man. All right. Um, I'll I'll just I I popped them all open and I'm just going to start banging them down. It's mostly clickbait headlines that get me sort of rolling my eyes, and I get what clickbait is. They they need you to click the article so that they can register that click and show their advertisers, hey, this is how many clicks we get on our website so they can sell advertising. I get all that. Being more upset about what someone said about climate change than you are about climate change, that kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. How dare they talk about climate change like that and ignoring the... So the first one I'll just do because of Thursday night. I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, and they beat the Bears, and so that made me happy. Uh, The headline the next day was... NFL game, Hot Mike picks up a very not-safe-for-work confession. And the confession is they've got the mic going, they're showing the play, you know how sometimes they mic the players, and this guy just goes, yeah, I've never had my butt fingered. Yeah. And they heard it in the booth. Listeners, if you have, it doesn't sound funny as we explain it. You're going to have to do a little homework on this one and and, and look up the video real quick. It's fucking hilarious. Because Al Michaels hears it in the booth, and as he's saying, okay, there's the kick... You know, like he, there's a moment where he pauses and laughs because he heard it, or and he tr- he covers very well. So to me, the whole thing is, I've never had my butt fingered. Okay, I get it. That's that's, I don't want to say crass, but it's it's not casual conversation. But the headline, very not safe for work conversation. Oh very. yeah. What it, uh, I was wondering, I and I didn't Google it. I didn't look it up because I was too lazy, and it was it was the first article you sent me, and I didn't want to take the time. Is that with that not safe for work? Because they they used in the article they used like an acronym, and I'm like, this is a fucking news article. Stop using stupid millennial acronyms in your journalism. I mean, I know it's Yahoo News, so it barely counts, but still. Well, I mean, is Yahoo News even really news? Isn't that just sort of a... It's from HuffPost. It's Yahoo is basically, um, I can't think of it, an aggregate site. They absorb all the news and then they just put it on their site with credited to oh, HuffPost. Okay, this that's, was- that's fine. But then I, I don't want to hear any of their fucking opinions on the presidential election either. You know what I mean? If, if you use acronyms in your title... Uh, your opinion is dead to me. I don't. I don't care if it's the same opinion as mine. I don't care if it's the opposite opinion of mine. Um, if you use acronyms in your title, you're done. Like it is. It is now just a clickbait source. It's kind of like. It's kind of like how Vice. They'll do like some really hard hitting shit. Well, they'll, they're like in, in bed a guy with some people fighting ISIS, you know. But then the next one is. Um, I snorted uh, pop rocks, and now my boogers taste funny, you know. And it's just like what? <laughs> what, what, what is this? Stop it. We've talked about that, too, specifically with Vice, because uh, when I got HBO, I started watching Vice News. I'm like, oh, Jake always talks about this, and I've heard a lot about it. And then I got sucked into exactly what you are saying, where Vice probably ping-pongs to the extremes more than any other news source I know, where what you just said is true. They go deep into stories no one else touches, but then they go extremely shallow into the stupidest, least informed of least interesting, least important shit possible, like you just said with the Pop Rocks. And that I, I hear what you say about it's lazy journalism, the using acronyms, the, the idea that, ooh, this is the most... Because I click on something that says a very not safe for work confession. I don't know what I'm going to get, but uh, I've never had my butt fingered. That's pretty tame to me. 
You know, that, that, that doesn't strike me as the very not safe for work, but... No, it, it definitely is. As somebody who works in radio, if, it, like, that was on a live sports broadcast. Like, that was... That's more on whoever had that hot mic going. Was that... It, it sounded like... And, and I don't know because it was a very short video that I saw. And the guy... Um, hats off to the guy who was, you, you know, to the, to the anchor man because he... He pretty much just rolled right along with it, man. He he just kind of kept going, didn't really acknowledge it much, kept talking well, about the game. He laughed a little. He did. Al Michaels he did. giggled, but very, he kept talking about the punt and the return. Yeah, he kept it he kept it professional. But uh yeah, I it was hard to fit you couldn't really tell where it was coming from. It sounded like maybe it was you know how they have those like uh Sideline well, it was mics. a mic's player. Yeah, they have a sideline uh, mic, or yeah. sometimes they have one player. So it, but, it definitely you, you was gotta, picked up audio. Yeah, you gotta like shut that off when they're when they're doing the the you know like the the broadcast. You know what I mean? Like when they, when they're up in the up in the booth. You know. Well, it's not just that. It's I I could be wrong, but what I believe is that they have all those mics on the sidelines and they're live. But they're potted down. They're recording, right, right. but they're not being broadcast. Exactly. Well, so that exactly, later, exactly. Yeah. when they're putting together footage, that, that's what I'm they saying. can say, you, you don't yeah, this to... is what was happening on the sideline. Yeah. Is And then they use that audio. They go through. For some reason, that mic was live. And yeah, I hear you. It's inappropriate. It should not go out over broadcast television. But I'm saying when re-describing it, the way they re-describe it, I would describe it as silly more than very not safe for work. I agree that, you know, you don't just throw that out on... I, I'm sure you could get away with it on a network television show that aired at 9 p.m., like old NYPD Blue, but... Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I'm not arguing that I'm it's the most appropriate comment. It's just unprofessional as a... Uh, did I just say unprofessional? It's unprofessional as a uh, as, as a sports broadcaster. You know what I mean? To have that shit on. Yes. Yes, that agree. being said, on the topic of whoever that was, um, having their butt fingered or not having their butt fingered, it's it's like my grandma used to say, um, any man who says on live national TV the sentence, I haven't had my butt fingered with no context whatsoever, that dude has had all kinds of stuff in his butt. I, what I'm wondering is, I, I disagree with you that it was out of context i don't think we heard the preceding part of the conversation i i doubt that was just said out of the blue i'm guessing there was a very interesting conversation going on and that was the phrase that we heard that being said i i, I still think that guy's had his butt fingered he seemed very oh, that, adamant I, about he, it yeah he's probably had stuff in his butt i will agree with that but i am saying that i doubt it was out of context all right moving on uh this i looked up the tweet and so this is uh, Reuters, uh, Reuters, sorry, uh, Reuters, the, the news uh, organization, deletes tweet saying Kristen, Kirsten Dunst is best known for her role as Spider-Man's girlfriend. And that's literally the tweet. I can't find it now, but it was like she's, she's got a new show coming out. And, uh, oh, there it is. Kirsten Dunst, best known for her role as Spider-Man's girlfriend, receives a star on Hollywood Walk of Fame. And that got people upset. How dare you talk about her best-known role? How dare you define her as being Spider? What's funny about that is the very same day... So she's on a promotional tour. She's got a show on Showtime called On Becoming a God. And when they go on these promo tours, they're in front of all the cameras, and you're logging on and you just see their face everywhere because their publicist is getting the word out there. All I heard her talking about, her 
from her own mouth as she says, you know what? I am still looked at as the bring it on girl. Everyone in Hollywood, all my fans, everyone's like, oh, I loved you and bring it on. So Reuters, I wonder what they would would have happened if they had referred to her as the bring it on girl. It's the bring it it on woman, you sexist bastard. (laughs) Exactly. But even, is it a sexist thing? Because say... Tobey Maguire is best known for Spider-Man 2. He is not known for the films that didn't make $400 million. He is best known for Spider-Man. So something happens to Tobey Maguire, and they say, Tobey Maguire, best known for Spider-Man in the early 2000s, blah, 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 blah. Well, I... Is, is there outrage there? It was... Uh, yes, for me. And uh, here's here's why. Here's, here's This article, to me, pointed out something that we drastically need to change in our society, particularly in our films. Um, way too many goddamn comic book movies. Way too many goddamn comic book movies. It just shows right now that those characters in comic book movies are just not interesting characters. You know what I mean? Her, her, her most well-known role is Spider-Man's girlfriend, right? Um, I... I can't wait for the Joker movie to come out. I, I'm really excited about the Joker movie, and I, I've really been doing a lot of thinking because I constantly trash comic book movies as a genre, um, And I, but I love anything with the Joker in it, and I can't... I, I, I couldn't figure out why, but then I, I think I, I realized what it is, right? It's that... The Joker doesn't have any stupid superpowers. You know what I mean? He can't melt steel with his cock or you know, you know, whatever Batman's last nemesis could do with where he where he had that mask on. Batman, you know, like that guy. So he doesn't have any crazy powers. He's just a methed out guy in clown makeup who likes to rob banks. You know, it somehow it it, it reminds me of a lot of friends of mine from high school who didn't quit doing meth. It's, it's like a Tarantino movie. <laughs> where and, you know, like, I loved, I loved uh, The Dark Knight. Fucking loved it, you know? Uh, Heath Ledger killed it in The Dark Knight. But then I was thinking about it, and I'm like, well, who else was in The Dark Knight? There was Christian Bale, who's arguably one of the greatest actors of our generation. Like, the guy kills yes. it in everything he does. And then Michael Caine. Was Alfred arguably one of the greatest actors of his generation? Now, the character Batman and Alfred, boring as fuck in that movie. Every scene they're in, I don't give a fuck about it. You know, like Michael Caine sort of had that one little Alfred speech where some men like to watch the world. Okay, fine. That bumped him up to a a four out of ten. Okay, but Batman with his stupid whispery nonsense in a mask like I, I not interesting at all. But that's a guy like, look, when when um, uh, Christian Bale, when he is Dick Cheney, he, I mean, he really is Dick Cheney. He method acts the shit out of it. You know, he played Batman perfectly. Batman is a fucking character for a 12-year-old that has stupid little powers, and I don't give a shit about him. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm it's not that, I guess it's, look, it's fine for a 12-year-old. Actually, Batman I'm a grown has zero man. powers, too. That's oh, the whole point, is yeah, Batman no, no, has he's, zero he's, powers. He's got ridiculous fucking gadgets and shit. Those, those are powers. Those are fucking powers. If, if your shit, um, you know, flies, and, you know, it's a car, and it, 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 it has lightning that comes out, like, whatever his crazy shit does, at a certain point, 
Um, look, when John Wick shoots a certain number of guys in a row without missing, it becomes a superpower, all right? I've shot a lot of things I've missed a ton of times. That's just how shooting works, you know? So that's a, it's a power, it's a power light, but it's, it's definitely a power, so it sucks. Um, Batman, shitty character. Spider-Man, shitty character. Spider-Man's girlfriend, definitely a shitty character. So, yeah, I was hoping it was pointing out what is wrong with our society, um, the biggest thing that's wrong with our society, I feel, uh, two goddamn many comic book movies. But no, it was saying, oh, it's a Spider-Man's girlfriend. It's sexist. And it's, you know. Fair enough. I, I guess my whole point is if you have this much time on your hands to get angry because a news store has talked about the most popular role an actor was in, I wish I had your life. I wish I was so devoid of problems that I could get worked up and angry about something like this because your life has to be going swimmingly for you to find a distraction in being angry how Kirsten Dunst is described. Well, and you know, and, and they're very selective the uh the 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 ultra woke journalists because I read an article last week where they were talking about um the guy in Wonder Woman and they described him as Wonder Woman's cuck bitch boyfriend. And you know, they, not not a word from these fuckers, not a word. They were like, "Yes, queen, yes." And and they they didn't give a shit. Well, um so here's something, uh, moving on, continuing. I do not know who Billy Eilish is. E- Eilish, yeah, yeah. Eilish? E-I-L-I-S-H, uh, Eilish. I don't know who she is. Uh, the headline, she's kind of like, Billy- uh, you, know the, you know the singer Lord. Yeah, I remember kinda, kinda her like Royals. That. Yeah, kind of like, like that. Kind of like, kind of like a newer version of that. That uh, okay, you know, kind of mumbles a lot. And yeah, she wrote that song, "Bad Guy." I'm a bad guy. Do 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 do. I'm singing it next week. I remember. have heard it. Last time we uh, we talked about that uh, cowboy song that uh, that guy wrote, and I hadn't heard it. And then the next week, I had heard it. So I will try and I will try yeah. and check her out over this. But the whole point is the headline is Billie Eilish. Uh, is that her name? Eilish. I already forgot. Uh, Eilish. Yeah. Eilish. Furious over a topless magazine cover. I did not consent in any way. Okay. Again, what I I read that headline. And what I do is I immediately think of old photos of, oddly enough, speaking of uh, Lord, uh, the Royals, where um, there was controversy, and it happens with celebrities, where paparazzi actually take pictures of celebrities nude, and then the Sun would post them, or there were pictures of, of Cape Middleton or other, uh, or other Royals. They go uh, to the Caribbean, uh, not Caribbean, the French Riviera, where toplessness is, is fine, and then... That is an actual scandal. I'm like, oh, well, geez, who's this? This is a kid. She's 17 years old. Who would ever post a picture of a 17 year old? It was none other but Jeffrey Epstein. And we'll never find out who (laughs) took that photo either because the fucking Clintons murdered him. The Clinton Trumps, the one thing they joined together on. (laughs) Just pose for the camera, Billy. (laughs) I swear this won't end up on a magazine or the internet. So I clicked the article, and yeah, she's outraged. She's got an Instagram post talking about, uh, what the fuck is this shit? I was never approached by Nylon, the name of the magazine, about this piece whatsoever. I did not know what was happening, nor did anyone on my team. This is not even a real picture of me. I had absolutely no creative pic. How are you going to take a picture of me shirtless? That's not real. At 17, put it on the cover, even at blah, 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 blah. It is a photoshopped, I guess, futuristic. She's bald in the picture. Her shoulders are showing. They they took all her hair off, and she bitches about that. And you're going to remove all my fucking hair? Like, it's it's 
it's a nothing burger. It's literally supposed to look futuristic. It shows her shoulders. It's I'm not going to defend it as artistic. I think it's silly looking, but it's not graphic. It's not nudity. It's not topless. Well, it's a no, face shot with shoulders. Admittedly, I I did miss this article. I I must have when I was scrolling through and reading them. I I think I just missed this link. But um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. And the thing is, I agree with her. If they didn't fucking check with her before they put this out, uh, I don't care whether it shows just her 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 eyes sticking out of a burka or her naked body spread eagle in front of the camera. Like they should be checking with you before they use your picture on the front cover of it. You, you know what I mean? It, it, not not because of even any sexual reasons, but it's just look. I either like the picture or I don't like the picture. She doesn't like the picture. You know what I mean? Um, but the yeah, the article is like many things on on Yahoo News. The uh, the new source that fucking puts acronyms in their title, I will always refer to these bastards as that. I don't know why that bothers me so much, but um, yeah, it, it's it's just a misleading clickbaity title because it's, it, yeah, it's it's not even her. It's like her face is sort of photoshopped onto a, um, basically a robot, robot that you can see. It looks like shoulders. the things from that Will Smith movie. It looks yeah. like the robots from iRobot. Yeah. So like, yeah. I click on that. I think, oh, shit, sexuality. This is horrible. This poor kid. And then I see it's just shitty Photoshop to look like a robot. I'm like, again, this is what you're angry over. Okay. And like, you can like or dislike the picture. And the magazine burned a bridge. They would want to build a relationship with her so that they can put her on the cover in the future and sell more magazines the next time she has an album. You know, you want. But to get this angry over just fucking nothing. Again, this, hey, it look, must be I mean, nice to be I, a celebrity singer. I'm on her side for this. If they did not, and, and it has nothing to do with the shoulders or the, like whatever, it's just if you didn't check with her before you put that picture up, fucking check with her. You know, it has nothing well, to do with what you're showing or not showing. Just check with her to see if she likes the picture. I think that's that's fair. Well, I think if the magazine wants to build a relationship with her, yes, because they want to get her in the future on their cover or do articles with her. They want a working relationship with her. However, they don't have to. I mean, how many times do we see celebrities and politicians photoshopped and or uh, caricatures, cartoons, mocking them? I mean, this was supposed to be different. I'm, they may have even thought it flattering. They don't need her permission to do shit. They should get her permission what? No, that's if what they I'm want saying. to build a relationship I'm not saying that her. they should be thrown in a fucking gulag. Yeah, I mean, you can put whatever you want. I'm saying they should do the right thing, and if you're going to use somebody's image, fucking check with them, you know? Yeah, they, they, well, I mean, if they want to build a relationship, they should. I just don't understand, again, the, the topless part and the anger. If you have that much time, and it, again, it must be nice to be a celebrity singer so that your life is taken care of and appearing on a magazine cover is what makes you angry. Because you're, it reminds, oh, you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember this? This goes five years back. Um, Beyonce, her publicity, publicity team, put the word out that they wanted to scrub the internet of any image of her she did not find flattering. Well, right. I mean, lots of lots of people are like that in, in music, you know, and that's why I'm saying, like, I kind of, I get it to a point, because especially with somebody like Billie Eilish, where it's, oh, fuck, are you serious? Oh, never mind. It's still recording. Okay, we're good. Um, I, I thought, I thought the article shut the... Uh, the recording off again, but no, I mean, because they, they really are, especially if you look at... Uh, if you look at Billie Eilish's persona, now I haven't seen a ton of her stuff, but um, it's 
it's a really artsy kind of it's it's a very um um aesthetically intense kind of image you know i i guess would be a way to put it sort of sort of act like i i don't know maybe if like a like a punk rock singer and lord and marilyn manson all had a three-way baby and like that's you know i wonder if she'd find that flattering <laughs> well you know let's put it on the front cover of a magazine and find out <laughs> she she apparently is not shy about letting people know but um yeah and so it's a very aesthetically uh, i i guess intense sort of thing and and that's that's very much a part of her art. It's, it's she's not like a um, like a Neil Young where it's like oh, I just show up in my flannel and I, and I play music, man. Like no, she's it's it's a visual thing, and so she's gonna get upset about visual stuff that she doesn't like, and she's gonna she's gonna fucking go crazy. If you would have done something that Marilyn Manson didn't like visually on the front of a magazine, especially when he was in his prime, he would have been like, what the fuck is this? Like he would have wigged out, he would have beat up Twiggy for some reason, he would have blamed. Twiggy and hit him with something in the middle of a concert like he does and uh, yeah it, it's it's the same sort of thing so I mean I would I get that upset about it well well, no but I'm also not a, a singer who's you know like covered in crazy makeup and shit so uh, I, I guess I wouldn't you know I mean I suppose if you're art is that tied to your image i'm not sure if that is a neutral thing a good thing or a bad thing i place no judgment on it but if your music doesn't stand alone without the image you are putting on it if you can't just close your eyes put on a song and like the song without knowing ooh, i relate to the person and how they look with that song that that might not be the best you know you might not be a true artist you could just be a not a flash in the pan. You get a thing of the moment, a a sign of the times or whatever. You're non-transcendent. Hey I man, suppose. Uh, it's like the song says: "Video killed the radio star, and the internet pissed on that radio star's grave." All right, like that's just kind of <laughs> the way it went. It is. Well, let's let's talk about aesthetics some more. Um, here's the difference, though. So this singer is she's mad because of a magazine cover right now. How bored do you have to be to write an article called Fat Monica is the ghost that continues to haunt the show Friends 25 years later? Yes, well, at, it's at first I thought I thought this was a right-wing article and I'm like, "Just stop talking about Monica Lewinsky like that, you sons of bitch." And then I clicked oh. it up. I clicked it open. <laughs> and I mean, she's been through enough, you bastards. And I clicked it open and I'm like, "Oh, okay, it's the lady from Friends." I, well, you know, that would be a good uh <laughs> that would have been a good twist clicking on that and finding out uh, that yes the the friends of the clintons are still haunted by the monica lewinsky scandal of the 1990s that would have been interesting it could have been a period piece it could have been a reflection back on what was and how the the ripples of that uh, uh continue to affect us today but no no this is a woman that has so much time on her hands that uh she wants to get angry about a TV show that was out 25 years ago and talk about how uh, she doesn't like it. Well, you know what? You don't have to watch it. Congratulations. No, she won. She won. Uh, Friends is not making any new episodes. Uh, she, she, she won. She, she canceled them. Well, I don't... I, I just... Did you see Chappelle's new special? Yes. 
he, he I loved his impersonation of the audience. Oh, that was great. Sticks it was and great. Stones. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, stop listening to us right now. Watch Chappelle's new special, then come back and listen to us. Absolutely phenomenal special. I loved it. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. And and um, it was so funny because the other day I was I was talking to a comic and and it was like it was right after it came out and he was like, yeah, I still haven't seen it. I don't know. I was reading some stuff. I don't know if I want to. All I said to him was this. Um, have any comics that you respect said not to watch the special? And he had to think long and hard about that. Long and fucking hard. And I was like, yeah, there you go. Watch it. Well, let's segue then. Uh, let's, now, let's that move being away said, from- I don't need to. Well, before we move away from Chappelle. I no no I want to stay on Chappelle. Oh, gotcha. I want to move All away right. from Fat Monica. Oh, Fat uh, Monica. Hey, hey I, she prefers the term overweight Monica in that episode. But go on. <laughs> so my whole point is, it's the same thing we've said with every. It, why are you going back twenty five years and writing about this? So let's stay on Chappelle. Well, uh, and Chappelle it's, it's, talks well, about now that now that wait now I want to stay on Fat Monica for a second. Well, I think it's two things which which we've mentioned before. It's um, you have these people who are like I want to be this ultra progressive journalist who who you know talks about all the wrongs in society when it comes to things like race and gender and sexuality and things like that. Now there's really big problems and really big issues regarding all said things right and and you could you could talk about those but a lot of good journalists are already talking about those um so they're a shitty journalist they're not going to do that what they're doing is they're going i'm going to find uh something that no one is looking at that's that's sexist and 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 good journalists can do that and they can find things to where it's like wow yeah that's it's true i never really thought about you know but shitty journalists are like i'm going to take like a one or a two from 25 years ago and act like it's a nine or a ten that's happening now um because no one else is talking about it and it's like yeah no one else is talking about it because it doesn't matter I, I I didn't. I'm sorry to interrupt you or the way I tried to. You, I absolutely agree with you. And the thing you made me think of, and I didn't want to lose this thread, is uh, the person that's writing the Fat Monica story is absolutely no Ronan Farrow. This person is not breaking down the door on Harvey Weinstein or actual sexual assault in Hollywood or in the industry or in the world. You nailed it, and yeah, so Ronan Farrow was the example well, and, I, and I heard. And it's so of. it's so fucking selective because it, especially when it's when it's from like the 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 old ultra progressive side. I'm going to right all the wrongs to society, um, starting with the greatest wrong society's ever done, Fat Monica. You know, <laughs> like when it's when it's from that <laughs> side of the aisle, it's so fucking selective because of of course it's 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 not going to be. Um, it's not going to be a person of color. I guarantee you, they're not talking about Eddie Murphy doing it in Nutty Professor. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna, it's gonna be selective. If it's if it's somebody they, uh, you know, consider oh they're they're um, their group, they are some sort of protected class. Like I, I'm going to turn a blind eye to them. I will talk about all the uh, sexism in in Christianity with abortion laws and stuff like that. Um, I will never ever say anything about Burkus. You know what I mean? Like that that's yes. kind of it's it's that's it's it's selective. It's selective sort of um journalism when it comes to that shit. It absolutely is. And let's segue back into Chappelle on that note because you said something fucking fantastic. Um your friend said, I don't know, I read some stuff about the special, I don't know if I want to watch it. You said, has any comic said anything? Yeah. Uh, okay, 
to the listeners that don't know, right now, um, or at least I'm, I'll, I'll open it up to confirm, but the Chappelle special, Sticks and Stones, I believe it's called, is at something like 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience has it at 99%. And the critics, there are only 11 reviews, but these are the super woke, liberal, I don't like what he's saying about, uh, uh, no, that was Bill Maher last night in obesity, the LGBTQ bit. Right, right. Um, Which, and, look, I don't, agree, going, I, don't, I don't agree with his take on transgender people, okay? But here's the thing. A, not the whole special. B... It, it, it is a comedy show, and I'm not saying that, like, oh, uh, well, your opinion doesn't matter if you're a comedy. Like, I'm saying if Dave Chappelle's bit on transgender people was running for office, I wouldn't vote for it to be a congressman, okay? But I don't have to. It's just part of a fucking comedy special, you know? Well, let's talk about that, because I've had that happen to me, where I... I've had it to me happen to me both on the good side and the negative side, where I have stood on stage for an hour. And when I was done, um, I had someone come up to me and say, you know, I liked you until you said this. And then I stopped paying attention. And I've had other people say, I liked you. I didn't like that one thing you said, but then you got me back with this. Right, right. And it's insane I remember full well. It was in Appleton, Wisconsin. The club is gone. It was called the Comedy Quarter. Um, I made a joke about taking a shirt to Goodwill, and I was joking about veganism. The shirt, my 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 vegan buddy. Um, this is a true story. Uh, Hot Topic in the mall had a shirt that just said "I'm awesome," and my joke was that I bought that shirt. I took it to Goodwill, dropped it off because to me, irony is funny. The idea that someone buying, and so I had certain people saying, you know. Good people shop at, and my vegan buddy was like, you know, I shop at Goodwill. It keeps things out. But in that joke, I said, I saw a shirt at Hot Topic that said, I'm awesome. Now, generally, I don't shop at Hot Topic because, you know, I'm not a teenager. I'm not goth. I don't cut myself, whatever. My daddy didn't uh, hug me too hard, my mommy. But I went in that day and bought there. So someone told me, like, I didn't like the way you made fun of cutters. I'm like, I said cutting in passing. That was in no way the crux of the joke. I did not spend 10 minutes making fun of people who cut because of their emotional issues. I mentioned it in passing with Hot Topic, but they latched onto that. That was their issue. And after the show, she came up to me and, and chewed me out and said, you disrespect cutters. They have issues, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's what you focused on. I was on stage for an hour. I Dude, I made I made a cutter joke once, and a, yeah, a lady came up to me afterwards. She fucking, she opened up her wrist and bled all over me. I'm like, gross! I got cutter blood on me. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> But so the thing with this, the, the Chappelle thing is you have these super woke critics who I are, and I clicked on some of them. There are 11 of them. So it's not like there are a thousand critics at 27 percent. There are 11 super woke. Actually, no, there um, there are like two good reviews in there, but they're saying, boy, Chappelle sure missed the mark here. He missed it. And one th Chappelle opens his show with a couple jokes. But one of them going back to Fat Monica is he talks about the culture of digging into everyone's history, finding something they did 10, 15, 20 years ago, and then ruining their career because of it, and saying that now you are persona non grata because you are not perfect 100% pure to the woke cause. 
Right, right. And so, of course, the woke critics hear that, and then they get angry, and they write a bad review. It's silly, and it's sad, but that's where we're at, is is now you have to think and say certain things in order to get good reviews. Yeah, right. And it's... Um yeah, it's it's sort of like uh, 10, 20 years ago, the, the the Puritans, when it came to like um, pop culture and, and you know just whatever it was, uh, entertainment. Um, the the Puritans, when it came to that in society, were on the right. And I'm not saying that those people aren't still out there. I'm saying that what happened is we tuned them out. You know, like we just sort of, you know, the Catholic Church used to fucking protest about it. They used to protest about the show Married with Children, of all fucking things, you know? I remember that. Hell, oh, going back before that, I remember when The Simpsons was being protested because they called Bart Simpson a negative influence on yeah, kids. Right. And, and, it, and it was from the right. It was from, um, like church groups and all oh, the family and kids we can't have them hear this kind of vulgar that nah, nah, wah. and eventually it got to the point to where they they both like the rest of us just kind of a tune them out or b it almost kind of had the other effect it was sort of like oh it's getting protested by the catholic church or you know the mothers who blah 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 whatever group um it must be good, and I want to check it out, you know? And and now... Well, that was the thing, is you put that explicit yeah, sticker on the album, and kids exactly, would buy it. Exactly, and and what they're doing is now, and I consider myself a pretty left-leaning guy, but now the left is sort of creating their own, uh, so to speak, stickers. Their own, you know, unwoke, explicit stickers. And it's going to have a negative it's going to have an adverse effect to what they're trying to do if they keep if they keep going after um y- you know shit like this everything yeah if they keep going after it. oh i can tell you it's already having a negative effect and i hate what i'm about to say but it's true i my whole life have been a left leaning guy and i still would never consider myself right leaning but i would say this activity has pushed me to the center where i'm like you know what I feel like I am losing my uh, left-leaning identity, and I'm becoming more of a centrist. I don't know what that says. I mean, well, it, I, I wouldn't really... I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say that, like, not agreeing with people writing articles about Fat Monica makes you a centrist. You know, I don't, I don't think these people represent most people on the... I don't think most people on the left care about this. I, I think it's a it's a loud extreme you know it's 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 kind of like how I don't like to um uh basically compare everybody who's right leaning to crazy people in 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 maga hats screaming racial slurs at people you know what I mean like it's that's not most right leaning people that's that's the loudest fringe on that side. And it's going to make the most amount of noise, and so it's going to get the most amount of coverage, you know. But it's not—it's not most of the people, you know. Just like I don't think most of the people on the left are um, people with Bernie Sanders shirts going into Trump rallies and picking fights and then crying about it, you know. Well, I agree with you, but my worry—I think the reason I feel more center centrist these days is because my worry is. As And I agree with you. I agree with you 100%, which is why I worry that, like with Trump, um, 
look at it like a caucus, the Iowa caucus, where you have to get the extremists because they will be the most passionate and stick with you no matter what. And so if you have this loud minority that is screaming, woke, 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 then the politicians have to pander to them to get the nomination. And then they can do one of two things. They can either slide to the center, which would be nice, which is what the majority of Americans want on both sides. Well, but even 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 stuff that would be considered pretty far left, some of that shit's really good. If if we're talking in terms of like um uh you, you know, uh, free tuition for college. I like that kind of shit. If we're talking in terms of free health care, I like that kind of shit. If we're talking about pulling out of the the uh, the, the Middle East and not having as, 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 uh, such a hawkish foreign policy, that's also considered far left. I like those things. Well, I, I like them to a point. I think I, I, this is where I become off in the center. I agree with expand Obamacare as opposed to scrapping all private health insurance. Sure, sure. I believe in. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you should outlaw. And that's that's one of the things that I, I'm not really with Bernie Sanders on. Is I I don't think you should outlaw private health insurance. Like you should give people the option right. to have. You know. Well, right, and that's. But I I I still think we should be finding a way to make healthcare. Um, you, you know, a right. Not a. Um, I agree with that. Uh, not a luxury. Yeah, I agree with that. When it comes to student loans, I. I I don't have a defined stance because I know it's a complicated issue. I don't see things in black and white. But where I tend to lean is put a control on it that says you can take out all the student loans you want. It is capped at 1% interest rate. You have to pay back the student loan right, if you want yeah. to do it. I do not agree with the idea that the banks... Like You hear these horror stories that are real stories about people retiring on Social Security, still paying off student loans. That's bullshit. There should never right, be a right. four, five, six, or higher percentage uh, uh, of interest on a student loan. It should be capped at 1%. So, yes, if you take out $20,000, you have to pay 20000 back, maybe twenty-two over the whatever. It, it should not be a profit machine. It should People should have to learn fiscal responsibility of taking out loans and paying them back, but it should not be a profit machine, and it should not break them. Well, and they should, and, and I think this is true with healthcare too. I, I think they should go kind of to the source of that. I think they should find a way to make it to where that shit is not as ridiculously expensive as a hundred dollar college as opposed to a dollar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. You look at what tuition used to be in this country. Yeah, if an aspirin is a penny, you can charge a dollar for it and make a profit, not twenty dollars. Right. Things like things like uh, medicine. Things like. Uh, university tuitions, textbooks, stuff like that, that's gone up an insane amount since like the seventies. And and not not like, oh well, inflation. No. I mean it's 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 been fucking it's it's wild. That shit is it never used to be that expensive. They gotta figure out a way to kind of rein that in. Um that that needs to be talked about in the same breath as, hey, let's have, you know, the taxes pay for it and and, and things like that because it's it's you know Who's paying for the hundred dollar aspirin is not the biggest concern to me. It's why why the fuck does that shit cost a hundred dollars? And it costs a hundred dollars because that's what they can charge. Right. Um, let's do one more angry thing, and then I, I gave two fun ones to close out the thing. Um, the last angry thing I want to do is the new Johnny Depp cologne ad. Actually, I just want to mention this in passing. I, I want to do two more angry. Catholic school reportedly removes Harry Potter books from library because they are, quote, they risk conjuring evil spirits. 
ladies and gentlemen, it's 2019. We are afraid of Harry Potter books. <laughs> I don't really have much else to say on it. I mean, do you have anything? Yeah, I don't. Um, that wasn't an evil spirit. That was me while I was on bath salts. I, I broke into the library overnight and threw the books everywhere. <laughs> Scattered uh, wasn't, them wasn't about. I, I confess that was yes, that was me. All right, 2019. We are afraid of books. Okay, so this one I sent you my joke on it. My, I I will say on that real quick though. On a, on on a more serious note, on the um the the whole because um. Well, first off, did you ever see the documentary Jesus Camp? No, but I've heard it's fucking scary. It's on Netflix now? Oh, my God, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, I think they were evangelical, but, it, you know, they send kids there to... Uh, hold on, someone's knocking on my door, I think. Right. Yep, oh, uh, they're in Des Moines, sweetie, sorry. She'll be back tomorrow night, or tomorrow afternoon. I'll, I'll text you when she comes back. Okay. Ugh. My daughter's friend. Um, go ahead. So Jesus camp. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a part where she's this lady, it's run by this lady who sort of looks like, um, if Sarah Huckabee Sanders and the lady from misery fucked and had a baby, um, it's very scary. (laughs) Kathy Bates. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Kathy Bates, who you can see nude in, uh, uh, um, the Jack Nicholson movie about Schmidt. Yes, that was the big scene in about Schmidt. It was, it, yeah, it was like that. If she wasn't as um, uh, soft-spoken and left-leaning as Sarah Huckabee Sanders, so anyway, this lady is on stage, just fucking yelling, and she's going on and on about uh, you know abortion and and you know like gay sex and all this, and then in the middle of yelling about that stuff, she goes just randomly, no segue, just goes, "Oh yeah, children and Harry Potter." Listen, I know it looks fun that he's floating around on brooms and casting cute little spells, but in the Bible, war. But Harry Potter is a, a warlock, and in the Bible, warlocks are enemies on God. And then she just goes back into a fortune. It was, it was the funniest goddamn thing. But it's like, look, if you if you are, it's not good for you to talk about Harry Potter and your religion in the same breath. Because it makes your fucking shit look silly. <laughs> it, it, it shows yes. the comparison. That if you are threatened by Harry Potter, yes. how fragile is your religion? And look, I fill in on the Catholic Channel at work a lot. If any, it's given me uh, more of a respect, not for the religion itself. I think all of that shit is Harry Potter, but uh, for the for the people or most of the people, because most of the people. Um, especially like on the Catholic channel, the guests or whatever, they don't give a fuck about Harry Potter. They're like, look, it's, it's better to not give a fuck about that. If you want your kids to believe in your religion, because you have this separation of like, this is hokey fun stuff. The magic in the Bible is real. That's why I'm not threatened by, you know, like <laughs> right, when right. you sit there and go, this is the devil's magic that Harry Potter, he is an enemy on God. Like it's, it's sort of like, oh, oh, your shit is the good Harry Potter, huh? Like it makes, it makes your religion look ridiculous if you actually give a fuck about Harry Potter. That is a good goddamn point. I like, uh, I'm glad that, well, I just wanted to mention it in passing because I thought it was funny. You turned it into a good goddamn point. Good on you. But it was funny. Yeah. Uh, so the other anger thing, again, just to tell you, the new Dior Sauvage ad with Johnny Depp is making the internet cringe. Misappropriation of Native American culture. 
Okay, there's, I don't know how many of these Johnny Depp ads you've seen. There are a bunch. He walks through the desert. This one, he's walking through the desert. And then there's a cutaway to a Native American dancing in full tribal gear. I now, think he's. I think he, to, he constantly uh, misappropriates the culture of a uh, dude 20 years younger than him. A- anyway, what's, yes. what's going on? Well, uh, according to the article, they did consult with Native American uh, tribes to get it correct. Uh, so... I don't know if it's misappropriation of uh, Native American culture. I think it's just, in, in my opinion, stupid. I watched the ad, and the first thing I thought of was the Mr. Plow ad from The Simpsons. Hey, second Simpsons reference this episode. Sure. It's this artsy, fartsy, stupid, as I said, he's walking through a desert, and he's talking about, ooh, connecting with nature. And they have a Native American tribal chief dancing, or just a, a Native American dancer. And then the point is, buy cologne. It's just how is that? I, I see this. I don't want to buy you, look, cologne. I just sit and I, I feel like Homer Simpson going, "What just happened?" You know, I I don't know what I just saw, but it didn't make me want to rush out and buy cologne, and that makes it bad advertising. It doesn't make me angry. It doesn't make me go, "How dare you!" and shake my fist. It just makes me go, huh, "They missed the point on that one." I'm not buying that cologne. I don't know. I I did. I I was with you until I saw that the name of the cologne was Savage. <laughs> that's where oh, I'm like, all right, it's not. That's though. a little bit fucking tone. It's okay. Savage. There's a U in it. it. Oh, it's okay. So they're French savages now. Fair enough. Uh, you're welcome, Native Americans. You're fancy French savages now. Welcome to 2019. You've gotten a slight upgrade. It it's not a good. I would see what you were saying if the name of the cologne wasn't Savage. That was a that, that was a dumb move. That's like. Like I don't think if I'm if I'm the star of uh, a cologne ad, it shouldn't matter if I if I'm walking through um, through Harlem and I you know there's there's beautiful women of color in the background. However, if the name of the cologne is Welfa Queen, that's a little bit you know it's a little fucking on the nose, and you probably shouldn't uh, have uh, you know women of color in a cologne called Welfare Queen. That's basically what he did. I hear your point. I disagree because I think if they because I, I if they had put him in uh, a Native American in war paint and had him howling, oh, woo, 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 you know, done something stereotypical like that. I, w- I would think it would be more on the nose. I think this was just dumb. No, I think just it's dumb. I think it's more like look you. I think it's worse to show actual Native Americans and have your cologne be called Savage. I hear I hear your point. I I disagree, but I I did not look at it that way. And but I do hear where you're coming from. I think this was more and that that to me was that to me was the way you know and it, like to have. To show Native Americans in your commercial in a respectful way, that's different. Just like I think it's it's different having a team named Redskin than it is uh, the Florida Seminoles, you know? And uh, like it's it's two different contexts. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's different it's different names. They're they're not Redskin and and Seminoles is is not the same. Uh, that being said, yeah, dude, if you're if your cologne's, I'm not saying don't have a cologne called Savage. I'm, I'm just saying if you if your cologne's called Savage, don't don't show a, a Native American guy dancing next to a thing that says Savage. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Here, in my opinion, is how everyone should react to everything. Um, Maid of Honor shows up to wedding in Tyrannosaurus Rex costume after being told she could wear anything. 
She, uh, the, the maid of honor or the, the bride was not a bridezilla. She said, instead of saying, you're going to have to go buy this thousand dollar dress that you're only going to wear once for my wedding. And it's an ugly teal with neon yellow sashes. She said, Hey, just buy a dress. Look, you know, whatever you want to wear is fine. So, uh, her sister is the matron of honor. She said, um, if I'm going to buy something, I want to wear it more than once. I want one of those T-Rex costumes. Everyone's seen the T-Rex costume. They're fun. Yes. Uh, the, the bride may not have been a bridezilla, but the maid of honor went as a maid of honorzilla. And that was kind of a crazy move on, on her part. But, you know. And the bride. But well, the bride said, she said, look, I want to buy a T-Rex costume. And the bride said, I said you could wear anything. And did it ruin the wedding? Did the bride say, oh, my God, I can't believe you wore this? She said, nah, wear it. And it turned it fun. She made this wedding fun. She's standing. They have a picture of the wedding in the backyard. The, the bridesmaids are lined up. The two guys, they're sort of dressed, they're dressed respectfully. And then you have this Tyrannosaurus Rex standing there. And it went viral. It's a news story, not because of negativity and anger, because, you know, bridesmaid ruins wedding with T-Rex costume. And, and, and God bless her. She did check with the bride. She did say, this is what I want to do. You know, she didn't just show up. But like, what a great sense of humor. What a great way to, to say, yeah, you wear your T-Rex costume. It's a wedding. I love my husband that I'm marrying my husband to be. We're all going to have fun. Go for it. Thumbs up. Well, she should be careful, though, because I looked at it. That T-Rex was sort of tan, and <laughs> that could be perceived as blackface. I don't know if maybe she wants to maybe brighten it up a bit, uh, maybe maybe make it a pink dinosaur. Uh, I, I, I think it could be considered offensive by the Fat Monica article people. Well, one more thing. Two more things. One more. I, I will say that 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 lady is the um, uh, Louise character from Bob's Burger, all grown up and come to life. You know. Ah, I, I'm not overly familiar with Bob's Burger, so. Oh, it's a good show. Good show. Uh, listeners, look up this video. Google what I'm about to tell you. World's chillest man doesn't let armed robber kill his buzz. I mean, this. So the not getting angry at your bridesmaid for wearing a T-Rex costume. That's about where the limit should be. This guy takes things a little too far. It worked out for him, but the video is insane. A St. Louis bar guy shows up with, you know, looks like an AK-47. It's a long gun. It's not a handgun. No, it's a, it's a it's a shotgun. It's a shotgun. Okay, it's a long gun. Is all I could. And it looked like a looked like a twelve gauge. Yeah. yeah. So, but he's shoving. Everybody's getting on, on the ground except for one guy. You got you got to get your firearms facts right with me. That I find that shit offensive. That's what I, I when, when people fuck up firearms. That's why I don't like when they when they anytime they will. And I, I agree that we need to fucking like regulate guns and shit like that. Like there needs to be something that we do. But when, whenever they go ah, fully automatic weapons that are being, it's like no 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 it's semi-auto and that just it fucking drives me nuts so much to where it's like I can't. I can't agree with you now, <laughs> even if I sort of agreed with you, because you fucked up a minor thing about. Well, it's not a minor thing. Well, but, it's a major um, thing. But like the if, thing is, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I the the video is shady. I don't know. I know the difference between an AK forty seven and a shotgun, but there, it looks like it has a, an extended clip on it, and that's it. But either way, so the guy comes in, he's waving this around. Everybody get on the ground. Everybody get on the ground. The other guy keeps drinking actually uh sega does make a um uh an ak-47 style shotgun in uh I, I believe they have 20 gauge 12 gauge and 
is it, it's either 18 or 410. I, I don't remember what the other one was, but I, I fired a fucking uh, Sega 12 gauge and it was awesome, dude. It's an AK 47 basically that has, it has a, a magazine just like an AK 47 magazine, but it's, it's, it fires 12 gauge shotgun shells and it's amazing. Oh, well, see that's, and that's where my confusion came is I'm, I'm watching the scene now where he's waving. I've never seen anyone hold a shotgun look like, uh, like that with a magazine. So with a magazine, it looks like, Oh yeah. Yeah. They make, they make magazine fed uh, shotguns. Oh, that's pretty awesome. But either way, like, so the guy has the gun in his face and he lights a cigarette. He's just like, yeah, he just stays drinking and smoking. He might be a little yeah. too uh, casual when it comes to violence. Uh, you know he's not angry about the Fat Monica episode of, of Friends. You know the oh, guy no, at the no, bar. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's, uh, it takes a lot to trigger this man. Not even a loaded shotgun to his temple was enough for him. He, he, he didn't even consider it a microaggression, that, uh, that gun against his, 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 his temple like that. He did not. So look up the video. <laughs> he looks mildly annoyed at best. It's hilarious. If at, at, he only looks annoyed when the guy tries to take his cell phone away and he grabs it and holds on to it. Yeah. He's like, no, you're not taking my phone. And then he just goes back to drinking and smoking. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great. You can't you can't take a cell phone out of a millennial's hand under any circumstances. Well, look that up, listeners, and let's. Dude, hey, if you like that video, here's here's one you got to check out. Um, there's have you seen the one with Conor McGregor punching the sixty something year old man? Yes, I have. Oh my god, that guy doesn't even react. No, he fucking didn't. bad as that guy and and the 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 shotgun guy. Fucking two bad as they need to meet at a bar somewhere in between here in Ireland and fucking get drunk together. They do. And and everyone in the world, we need to find the perfect balance between being the bride who does not get upset when your matron of honor shows up in a T-Rex costume and the guy that lights a cigarette with the shotgun in your face. That might be a little too far. Dial it back a little. It worked out for him. But, uh, oh, one last bit of good news. Antonio Brown got cut by the Raiders this morning. Okay. So he's out. I don't know. I don't... Have you been following that drama at all? No, no, no. Oh, it's been a lot of fun. I've been watching um, uh, Hard Knocks on HBO. So uh, anybody that's into football, Antonio Brown. This we're record. It just we are recording on Saturday, uh, September seventh, and Antonio Brown was just cut as the podcast was starting. So there you go. He was released by the Raiders. He just lost thirty million dollars. Good for him. Wow. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for. St- telling friends to listen thanks for taking your friend's phone physically taking it and loading our podcast up and saying now it's on your phone you must listen and uh thanks for writing reviews uh and saying nice things about us thanks 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 all right jakevever.com nathan timilgott.com goodbye for this week later <laughs>